particular individual in the Bible, but we're going to be talking about moving out of your comfort zone. Moving out of your comfort zone. And I believe that uh, at the juncture that a lot of us are in our lives, uh, both naturally and spiritually, that if we're going to progress to the next level that God has for us, we're going to have to move out of our comfort zone. If you got your Bible, open up to the fourth chapter of the book of First Chronicles. Uh, look at that. Uh, we're in, in, in the fourth chapter of the book of First Chronicles. We're in the midst of uh, what we call the begots. Uh, the genealogies, and uh, I'm going to read a few of those verses, and you don't generally preach, although uh, uh, there's a message in all of God's Word, and uh, if you get in and dig in and get behind the scenes, but what we have in uh, 1 Chronicles 4 and 1, it says, the sons of Judah were Perez and Hezron and Carmi and Hur and Shobel. And Rela, the son of Shobel, begat Jahath. And Jahath begat Ehumah and Lehad. And these are the family of the Zorahites. And these are the sons of the father Etam, Jezreel, Ishma, Idbash. And the name of their sister was Hazel Ponah. Somebody having a baby and they're looking for some suggestions for some names. <laughs> Verse 4, Penuel was the father of Gador and Ezel was the father of Hashah. And these were the sons of her, the firstborn, Erathta. And the father of Bethlehem and Asher, the father of Tekoi, had two wives, Hela and Nazareth. And Nazareth bore, and I'll, I'll just stop right there. I think I've given enough suggestions for some names. But what we're looking at here is a genealogy of the tribe of Judah. And, and I've already preached a message about how God did a, 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 an unusual work in the family of Judah. Uh, uh, and and, 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 uh, and uh, I'm not going to go back and try to cover that ground. We, you can get the message on that. Uh, but it's, it's presenting the families of Judah. And we've got the genealogies of, of, of who married this one and who had these babies and what they named them. But then in the midst of... The genealogy, we see something different. And we see something different that starts in the ninth verse. And in the ninth verse of that genealogy, it says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez. 
saying, because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, and that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. And so God granted him what he requested. Hallelujah. And as I said, amen, on today, we're going to be talking about, amen, coming out or moving out of our comfort zone. Hallelujah. Moving out of our comfort zone. And so uh, in the midst of this, uh, in, in the midst of these genealogies that are just talking about uh, who married who and who had babies and what they named them and how they grew up and how many kids they had, uh, we find in Jabez something different. Amen. And the routine uh, 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 is interrupted. And we've got a parenthetical moment in the scriptures starting at verses 9 and 10. I'd like to, like to talk about Jabez a little bit, uh, and, and, and let's illuminate that, uh, Jabez and his personality. Uh, one of the things about Jabez uh, that we find, amen, uh, one of the things about Jabez that we find uh, is that in the scripture, uh, the place that he had come in life, and uh, the scripture talks about the fact that uh, he did something different. Verse 9 says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Talk about the fact of how it's collection here uh, in the scripture, but it says Jabez was more uh, honorable than his brothers. Uh, and what stands out about Jabez is that Jabez did something different. You know, we're living in a day and time in which uh, people are playing follow the leader. You know, copycat is the way we used to call it. Uh, but people are taking their cues from what other folk are doing. And one of the things that we uh, learn or we learn about Jabez is that uh, in this midst of folk who they live, their, the, what could be the, the summation of their life was who they married and how many kids they had and what they named. But how many of you know that uh, we are on this planet for a bigger purpose than just having babies and, 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 and naming names. Alright. Y'all understand me? And, and, and don't get me wrong, uh, motherhood and fatherhood is important. But if all that they could put on your tombstone is how many kids you had and what their names are, uh, and, and, and if that's all you're remembered for, uh, something is wrong. Something is wrong. Yeah. 
And so what we find in Jabez, when we come to him, uh, we are confronted with a man uh, who life is like an oasis in a dry and barren desert. Uh, Jabez stands out in this fourth chapter. Amen. He stands out. And uh, one of the reasons that he stands out is that uh, most of the others simply state that they begot sons and daughters and that they died. And it appears that Jabez was not content to be like everybody else. All right. Not content to be like everybody else. Uh, you know, uh, there are very few human uh, beings among us who have the, the tenacity and the strength to rise above the crowd. There are few people who leave a, a, an indelible mark on the world. Amen. Most of us are content to live like everybody else around us. But isn't that sad to think that your life and mine might be condensed, amen, into a few lines of, amen, uh, who you married, what children you had, and then you died. Wouldn't it be a tragedy for your life to come down to no more than a few lines on the tombstone? And, 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 and you know what I think about uh, uh, in terms of uh, there's a reason that Jabez stands out in the Bible record. And we're going to talk about that. We're talking about moving out of our comfort zone. Moving out of our comfort zone. Uh, you know, we should never be satisfied to be like everybody else. God has called each of us and has gifted each of us in wonderful ways. In the, in, in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 26, it talks about the gifts of the Spirit. And, and how as believers, we have all, we all have been gifted by God in ways to help complement the kingdom of God. And he's given us the means whereby we can stand out from the crowd and be different, amen, in a way that provides him glory. Different. Different. Now when I'm talking about being different, God has given us gifts. I'm not talking about being weird. There's some, there's some folk that they just like to be weird. And, 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 and they take pleasure in uh, standing out the wrong way. I'm not talking about being weird, but I'm talking about God has made each of us uniquely. And, and the sad part is that a lot of us, we really haven't tapped into the gifts that God has given us. All right. You don't really know who you are. God has given us gifts and talents. You might know a few of your talents. You know, some of you know if you can sing or not sing. You know, some of you might be talented cooks. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, somebody that has the gift of cooking, uh, not only can they follow a recipe, but they'll add to the recipe. They'll change the recipe. Amen. They can taste something and, and you can say, man, that's good. But you can, you can put it in their hands and when they get through with it, you won't recognize it. It'll be better than good. Some, anybody know anybody that has a gift for cooking? Talent to cook? Amen. There's, there's some folk who make you hurt yourself. They'll make you hurt yourself. 
and, 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 and there's a distinct difference between ordinary and extraordinary. Extraordinary. Some of us don't realize God has put stuff in us that if we would cooperate with the process, and, 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 I, and I've said this before and I said it again when I was talking about the kingdom of God, it's not enough for us to just be committed. You all remember I said that? It's not enough just to be committed. you got a lot of folk who are committed. They say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. Oh yeah, I belong to this church. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm committed. Because it's not enough to be committed. The world needs more than just committed. And the reason I say they need more than just committed because when we're committed, we do it on our own terms. But what God is looking for is folk who are willing to what? Surrender. When you surrender, you're not doing it on your terms. You're doing it on God's terms. And I found out that if we will sell out to God, uh, uh, you'd be surprised at what he can do with your life. Hallelujah. Don't, 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 I, I remember uh, there was a time in my life where I used to look at, back when I was young, uh, young Christian, I would look at what God was doing for somebody else, and it looked like they, they had, you know, so much more than I had, and was doing so much more, and so forth, and in fact, it, it, it was about ministry. I grew up in a time where there were a lot of young preachers that were coming along, and they were fiery. And uh, they could, you know, put their finger behind their ear and they could, you know, hollow and jump and break out in the dance and, and so forth. And, and when I first started preaching, uh, I would stand in the pulpit like I'm standing now. And uh, I'd be preaching and uh, my eyes would be glued to my mother that was sitting in the audience. Amen. When, whenever I would look up, I'd look at her. Because I'd be afraid to look at the faces of the other people for fear that I was going to lose my thought. And I had a handkerchief, amen, there. And I was afraid to even wipe the sweat off my bra to take my attention and do this for fear that when I did this, amen, uh, uh, my thoughts would be gone. That's, that's, how, that, that's how I started out. And I remember looking at them guys going forth and, 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 and all of that. And I was like, man, if I could just do that. Man, if I could be like them. And you know what the Spirit of the Lord told me? He said, uh, don't ever do that again. Don't ever wish for somebody else's gift. Yes. Don't ever say, amen. Don't, don't ever be dissatisfied with, with, with who God made you and what God gave you and wish for what somebody else got. So don't, don't, don't do that. You, you sell yourself short. And, 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 and I thank God I had to get to hear what the Spirit was saying. And when I look back, amen, those guys, those, those young preachers that I'm talking about, uh, when I look back over, uh, look back now, none of them, none of them are in ministry now. None of them. Amen. Uh, uh, they were, you know, a lot of them were flashes in the pan. You know, uh, bright for a moment. And uh, many of them backslid and, 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 and were no longer in ministry. Some of them were dead. And there I was wishing that I could be like them. When uh, not appreciating 
who God had made me and what I and, 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 and if I would cooperate with the process, amen, uh, 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 God wasn't through with me. We got to move out of our comfort zones. Comfort zone is, amen, uh, living this Christian life on our terms. That's the comfort zone. Comfort zone is acting like everybody else around you. And in Jabez's time, the norm was to just have babies. Amen. Marry, have babies, name them, amen, and, and, and basically your life not amount to much more than that, and then you die. But Jabez decided that I'm not going to be like everybody else. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. More honorable. In, 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 in an ungodly generation. And when, when others were uh, uh, satisfied with uh, the status quo. Jabez said, I, I can't do it. I, I, I got to be different. When it talks about him being more honorable than his brothers, it's not just talking about his immediate family. It's not just talking about his natural brothers. But it's talking about uh, the, the society that he grew up in. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Uh, I put a question up there on the screen. And the question is this. I don't know if you ever think in terms like this. But uh, 10 years after you die, Jesus doesn't come back first. Man is born of a woman is up a few days full of trouble. Uh, and, and, and some of the funerals and some of the obituaries that we see in the paper, amen, uh, they're giving us news that we ain't going to be here always. And so the question is, 10 years after you die, will people remember your life and the contributions that you made to the kingdom of God? What are you going to be remembered for? You ever, you ever think about that? What are, what are you going to be remembered for? Are you going to impact people's lives in a positive way? Are people going to uh, uh, ten years after you're gone, think back and say, boy, I, 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 I really praise God for so-and-so. Uh, they made an impact on my life. Uh, uh, if it wasn't for them, I don't know. Or is it just going to be born, a number, dash, die, a date, and just a dash? You see, we're responsible for what we do with in that period of time uh, from the date when we're born and the date we leave here. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, Jabez stands out. Uh, he is more honorable than his brothers. Now, he had a problem in his life. And what was the problem in his life? Well, his problem was as close as his name. His problem was as close as his name. You see, his mother named him Jabez. And Jabez literally 
uh, literally means son of my sorrow, pain, affliction. And, 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 and there's one uh, meaning of it is he will cause pain. He will cause pain. I, I, I don't know if it was just that his mother had an extremely difficult pregnancy or an extremely difficult delivery, but she didn't forget it. And when it came time to name him, she said, I'm naming this rascal pain. I'm naming him pain. I'm naming him affliction. And, 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 Man, that's, uh, have, you ever, have you ever been around some kids that, I don't know if their parents were trying to play a cruel trick on them or what, but they gave them some names that were sure to get them some whoopings on the school. <laughs> when, when they said, what's your name? And, and the kid, you know, you know, my name is Kick Me. What you say your name is? My name is Kick Me. Oh, okay. Kids can be cruel. Uh, have you ever known somebody where, it, it, you know, their, and, and maybe it wasn't their natural name, but it was their nickname, was trouble. You, you, you're, you're always trouble. You, 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 you never do it. You're just like your father. Oh, man, my mom. I'd rather she whoop me with a belt that put that one on me. You're acting just like your father. He had a problem in his life. And the problem started with his name. And, uh, and, 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 and so there were issues that were going on. You, you know what? Sometimes I believe, and I've said it before and I'll say this again, and it keeps recurring, but those whom God will use greatly, he allows them to be hurt deeply. And for some of us, because of uh, the, the, the issues we deal with in our formative years, it is what has made us different and not satisfied with the status quo. And, 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 and it ends up, uh, he's more noble than his brothers. Because he's endured some things maybe that his brothers didn't have to endure. And so he had to overcome the problem of his name. Yes. Amen. Talking about his manner in life. And uh, one of the things that when, it, when the Bible says he was more honorable than his brothers. Amen. He was more honorable than his brothers because... Uh, He is remembered in the Bible as a man of prayer. He's remembered as a man of prayer. Yeah. Bible says there in uh, verse 9, And Jabez called on the God of Israel. Called on the God of Israel. Amen. Saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. And enlarge my territory. And your hand would be with me. And that you would keep me from evil. 
that I may not cause pain. So God granted it. So I'm not going to be before you long, but uh, Jabez was remembered, amen, as a man of prayer. And, 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 and we're going to look at uh, his prayer. A prayer God answered. I'm so glad that I know that, amen, we serve a God who answers prayer. Amen. The first part of his prayer, Jabez prayed for prosperity. Amen. He asked God, amen, uh, uh, for, he, he asked for God's best. And I'm so glad to know that God doesn't mind us asking for his best. Way some of us have been treated, the way some of us uh, uh, we're a little we're a little bashful, we're ashamed to ask for the best. God loves His children. Yes, he does. God loves His children. Jabez asked for God's best. He wanted the fullness of God's blessing upon his life. Right. Not only did uh, he ask for God's blessing, but 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 he also prayed that. His borders would be expanded. Jabez is asking the Lord to help him have more influence. You know, when, when, when I first read that, uh, years ago when I first read where he says, uh, uh, enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. You know, a lot of us, we just think about a bigger house. Bigger house. Better house. Enlarge my territory, but 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 what I began to understand is that it's more what the, the, the essence of what he was praying was more than just asking for a bigger tent, All right. bigger house. All right. He was asking, Lord, increase my influence. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. See, a lot of us, we, 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 we dream about living large, and we like to live large, and, 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 and we like for better things. But, 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 but when you go to God and ask him to increase you, God wants to increase your influence. God, God wants to enable you to touch more lives. Amen. God's not going to give you a, a, a bigger place just to have it to yourself. You know, like the like like the farmer who said, uh, you know, I got I got many barns and my barns are full, and I can say to my soul, soul, take thy ease, eat, sleep, and be merry. And God called him a fool. Why? Because he didn't realize God blessed him with the with 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 the multiple uh, uh, multiple barns and full barns, not just only for himself. But, amen, God made him rich so that he could be a blessing. Hallelujah. So he asked for God's blessing. Amen. Praying that his borders would be extended. Amen. Jabez is asking the Lord to help him have more or to be more of a positive influence in the world. It was seen that Jabez was not content to dwell in his comfort zone. He wanted to break out and do more for the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Next thing he prayed for when we look at the prayer, pray for power. Amen. He prayed for power. He said, Lord, uh, that your hand would be upon me. The hand of God on his life. I don't know about you, but that's a pretty good prayer. Oh, yes. Amen. How many recognize and know that if, we, if you're going to not just only be successful, if you're going to make it, you need God's hand upon your life. All right. He was asking for the power of God. And, 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 and thank God we can ask for the power of God today. And, 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 and when I'm talking about the power of God, I'm talking about the power of his spirit yes. in our lives. Amen. That will enable us to handle what we got to handle. Not only did he pray for power, but he prayed for protection. He prayed for protection. Hallelujah. That you would keep me from evil. We need, we need God's protection. See, there's a whole world system out there uh, that, it, that we're up against and that, that, that it will come against us. And, 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 and we need the whole armor of God. We need it. Amen. Uh, uh, we need our head uh, uh, with the helmet of salvation. Amen. We need to have the breastplate of righteousness. Quenching all the fiery darts of the evil one. Uh, we need, amen, the, the, the belt of truth. Yes. Amen, the belt of truth. Amen, have our feet shod uh, 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 with the gospel of peace. In other words, amen, there's special shoes that you got to wear in battle. You don't want to, amen, uh, uh, even going to work sometimes. You ever, you ever see some people that they too cheap to buy good shoes? Too cheap to buy good shoes and and. And they're working on different surfaces and so forth and so on, and uh, always complaining and talking about slips and falls. You gotta have the right shoes on. When it talks about putting on the whole armor of God, uh, 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 God is, amen. If, if we ask for His protection, He has given us armor. But, amen, we've got to utilize the armor God has given us. Lord, keep me. Hallelujah. Keep me from evil. In order, you know, the thing that I've, that, that I've learned in life, in order to be kept, you got to want to be kept. Y'all hear me? I say in order to be kept, you got to want to be kept. Hallelujah. And then, uh, and, and, and I won't be much longer, but and then the, the, there's a the thing that I notice here that Jabez prayed. Uh, Jabez prayed, uh, prayed and he said that you would keep me from evil and that I may not cause pain. That I may not cause pain. You see, Jabez had, had, had lived with the stigma of his name and, 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 and what his mother had called him. And I don't know if he, you know, maybe heard the stories of that, you know, maybe she went through agony and childbirth. I, I, I'm not exactly sure why. But it, it, it was so pronounced that it stood out in her mind that she labeled him as one who causes trouble. And 
All of us have a history. You know, we, we, we ain't been saved all our life. All of us have, have, have a history. And I would be willing to say, I don't care how good you think you are, probably all of us have caused somebody pain. All right. And, and there was a time in our life when we did it where we didn't, we didn't care about their feelings. We were doing our thing. We were being who we are. Man, doing what we wanted to do. But notice the point that Jabez has come in life. He is asking God. He's praying. And when uh, a man or a woman begins to acknowledge and come into a relationship with God, the way that you see your interactions with other people ought to change. All right. Don't tell me you're drawing close to God and you can't treat me right. I'm not, I'm not hearing it when you're talking, trying to tell folk how saved you are, but how mean you are to me. Come on. There's a disconnect. That when you have an encounter with God, it changes you. And it changes how you'll treat other people. And how you and, 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 and the care that you have for other people. That I might not cause pain. Talking to our young people, if you can, if you can catch hold to uh, that same spirit that Jay Bass had, he can revolutionize your life. Oh, yes. I'm at a point in my life now where it means a lot to me to do the right thing. Oh, yes. Things can happen so fast, yes. and you know what? A lot of us we leave out in, in a lot of times we leave. Uh, having said angry words or, or, or angry things and we'll leave out on our way on our way to wherever we're going and we just assume that nothing's going to happen in between then and we'll get a chance to come back and maybe you know if we need a big apology or, or, or something like that but, but, but I'm here to tell you life is precious and, 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 and it's not guaranteed and so I can understand the sentiments of Jabez with the name that he had to operate and, and the label that he had to operate under. You, you know what? I'm so glad. I'm so glad that there's more to me than the label yes. from East St. Louis. Yes. I'm so glad that there's more to me than the label grew up in the oil weathers. I'm so glad that there's more to me. Amen. And not only is there more to me, there's more to you than the label that some folk tried to put on you. I'm so glad that there's more to me than the label grew up in the inner city. He, he grew up in the ghetto. Just because you might have grown up in the ghetto don't mean you got to act ghetto. I didn't have time to tell him right then. After we've gone through, through what we've been through. Yeah. And, and the, just because you grew up in the ghetto, you don't have to be ghetto. Yeah. 
That, 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 that's what I'm saying. And so Jabez grew up with a label that he was uncomfortable with and that he didn't want that to uh, uh, be the label of his life. And so in his prayer, he's praying and, and, and he says, amen, not only do I want you to keep me from evil, but that I may not cause pain. I'm going to be more than the label that was put on me when I was first born. I'm going to be more than just an individual in the city, amen, that has a reputation as being one of the worst cities in America, amen. That might be the city I grew up in, that might be the city I live in, but that's not the label that's going to identify who I am and what I'm going to do. I'm coming out of my comfort zone. I'm coming out of my comfort zone. Hallelujah. And, 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 and so that was the prayer that he prayed. And, and, and his request that God uh, would keep him from evil. Amen. Uh, and the sin. And because Jabez knew that uh, trouble follows sin. Hallelujah. So he simply asked the Lord to help him live for God. Amen. I don't know about you, but I want to live for God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want to live for God. Amen. I don't want to cause hurt. I don't want to cause pain. And you know what? Sometimes you don't always know uh, what the right thing is to do. Amen. Sometimes in some of these complex situations that we live in, amen, I'm almost done. In some of these complex situations that we live in, we don't know what the right thing is, but the Bible said in all our ways acknowledge him. Yes. And he will direct our path. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And, 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 and so the provision uh, of Jabez is that God honored his prayer. Yes. When he got out, he, he, he was willing to be different. Yes. He was willing to stand out from the crowd. And he was willing to be a man of prayer. And, 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 and ask God for God's best and ask God for God's uh, 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 power and ask God for God's protection and ask God to help me do the right thing. Help me live for you. And God answered his prayer. Now, I've been talking and I've been talking 